Hey guys, I originally recorded a completely different first episode, but unfortunately I'm having trouble uploading it, so I at least wanted to hop on here. I know I said that every Monday I'm going to make a new podcast, and I want to stick to my word because that is part of this journey I'm on here, is uh, doing what I say. So here I am. Um, in the process of driving to a new account that I got for my uh, cleaning company, not gonna lie, and kind of in a shitty mood this evening. I think I've kind of been dreading going to train because it's late and I'm tired. But um, I have to be grateful that I got this and push through. That's what I'm gonna do. But I just wanted to go over a couple things with you guys. So, originally when I was recording the previous episode, I was basically talking about uh, a realization that I came to. It was pretty much me just venting for like 30 minutes. I said like way too many times. <laughs> and after listening to it a few times, it's probably better that I'm redoing this anyways. <laughs> um, I was angry. And definitely let my emotions get the best of me. But I want to talk about something that happened to me the other day. And I think maybe some of you guys can relate. So my niece uh, called me. And she is nine. And she, my mom, was actually watching her and her two sisters while my brother and sister-in-law were out of town. And long story short, I could just tell something was off. I know how my mom is. Uh, She also suffers from borderline, but is not actively trying to get better. Does not actively uh, admit that she has it. She's never been really diagnosed. Um, Never been to talk, you know, never talked to anybody before or anything. But she has it, most certainly. Um, And so I already knew, like, when I saw my niece's face on FaceTime, I was like, what's wrong? And she said, I just don't feel good. You know, my head hurts and my stomach hurts. And when I hear that from a child, I automatically kind of want to make sure that's really what it is or if they're just like anxious. I know a lot of times if something's going on with a kid, that's what they'll say because they really don't know how to explain it. So I was like, is that really what's going on, or, you know, are you stressed out with grandma being there, and she just started bawling, um, basically, she said that she's just trying to help her out, because she knows that, you know, watching all three of them can be overwhelming, but every time she explained something to grandma, grandma, wigged down. And this really hit home with me and kind of took me back to my childhood. And it really, really bothered me because this is what I grew up with every day. And I think most of the trauma that I had as a child was verbally. Um, I feel like I've been like searching for like, what happened to me? What was this big thing that happened to me? Like, We'll get to this in later 
episodes and obviously there, there were things that happened to me later in life that I think contributed to you know my fear of abandonment and my uh, not trusting anyone and things like that but the way my borderline mother was to me not my brother to me uh, growing up was not okay and that's why I'm actively trying to do everything that I can as a mother myself now because I have a lot of the same characteristics and traits that come out. The only difference is I apologize and I, you know, I'm actively trying to figure out ways to stay away from triggers or to... Uh, calm down my emotions in the midst of a episode but if you don't believe that there's anything wrong with you you're, you're not going to do that so back to the story um she basically said that you know it, she's nine and her little sister is two and her youngest sister is less than six months old so i understand that that's a lot on my mom you know I, I don't, I'm not taking that away from her, but, uh, you know, my mom's not the grandma that, like, you know, actively has her grandkids over and, like, bakes cookies and shit, like, that's just not what happens, like, I feel like any time that happens, it's, uh, it's always overwhelming, everything's always overwhelming, everything's overwhelming, everything's stressful, everything's you know, it takes kind of the joy out of it, I guess you could say. I don't, like, stop at my mom's house, even though she lives 15 minutes away. I don't, like, pop in. I'm like, hey, mom, and, like, lay on her couch and, like, chill with her or anything. Like, I feel like if I did that, she'd, she'd uh, be frantic and, like, almost be annoyed, I guess. Um, so I could only imagine what was going on in that house. So... My niece ended up not going to school that day, um, and when I spoke to her, she had just gotten out of the bathtub, and I asked her if that really was the problem, or, you know, was she stressed out because of grandma, <laughs> excuse me, and she just started bawling, said that she, you know, asked her questions like, because her mom told her, make sure mama knows how to you know, swaddle, swaddle your sister the right way. You know, when she got off the phone with her at night on Thursday night, she was like, okay, now go put your other sister in bed because she knows what to do. She's not, you know, she ate her bottle. She put her in a bed, like, you know, just trying to like stay on routine and not get too far off track, I guess. And my mom, her grandma's response was, when I'm here, I'm doing it my way. You're not going to tell me how to do everything. This is fucking stupid. You're stressing me the fuck out. I'll wrap her up however, you know, I know how to wrap her up. Why the fuck did you put your sister to bed? You know, quit trying to tell me what to do. Quit trying to take over everything. When they got off the phone with her mom, um, old daughter who's two my other niece she was like real sad and she was um 
crying and then you know so my oldest niece like tried to change the subject and was like oh guess what like your other mama's gonna be here tomorrow like just trying to like get her excited about something that wasn't happening right then and like grandma was like you know why the fuck like it's like she got jealous like why would you bring up her when I'm right here like you're trying to make me fucking feel bad like basically this is just what I've grown this is what I grew up with every day and it like hit me so hard seeing my niece I mean this is not her daughter this is her granddaughter like this this should not have been happening so in retrospect I kind of you know, thought to myself, okay, like, so I have these borderline traits. I have borderline personality disorder. I act like a complete asshole to my kids most of the time. You know, I, I get into these episodes. I get you know, angry. I expect so much out of them that I, I set myself up for failure when they don't meet the expectations. And you know, just tonight I was doing homework with my son and I just like was a complete psycho. Like it puts me in such a bad mood doing homework. And I remember when I was in like first grade, I was doing a homework assignment, asked my mom to help me. And, you know, I kept on erasing. It was like handwriting. Like, you know what I mean? Like I was just writing words or tracing letters. I mean, it was something super easy, you know, kindergarten, first grade type of stuff. And I guess I kept messing up. And I remember having a big, pardon me, a big pink eraser, like one of the big fat ones. I was erasing it over and over. And I, I put a hole in the paper and my mom like started strangling me and was like, screaming at me because I put a hole in the paper so tonight when I was helping my son with homework and you know he's he has ADHD like me so he's like all over the place and he's like I'm just like shit dude like I don't even want to be doing this I have to go to work tonight like sit the fuck down like sit still Jesus you know and it's like the way I and then you know while I'm trying to help him my three-year-old's coming up to me and he's like ma 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 you know asking me the same thing over and over and over again and I like yell at him and then I like take a step back and I'm like dude you are acting like a complete asshole like stop my son was like can we just do the rest of this in the morning I was like yes like get this thing out of my face you know, I gave him a hug I said I'm sorry but like this is a trigger to me and that's what I said this homework stuff like I don't know why, but it, it, it's triggering me and, you know, maybe we need to talk to Tony and see if he can help you when it comes to math, because I don't want to take my anger out on everybody in this house while I'm trying to help you do work that should have already been done. And you waited till the last minute to do, you know, 10 of them that are all due tomorrow. So like, I'm already pissed off about that. So anyways, like that just kind of brought me back to, you know, in that situation, I was highly stressed out. You know what I mean? Like a neurotypical regular brain 
could probably, you know, figure all that shit out and be like, hey, buddy, give me a second. I'm helping your brother right now. And then, you know, say, hey, you know, this is what you do. I need you to try this on your own while I go help your younger brother do this and be able to figure it all out. But because I was so emotionally intense, you know, with all aspects that were going on, not only that, but you know, I hadn't started dinner. I was like an hour late starting dinner because I was doing this work. Like there was just so much going on that I, I literally could not, I couldn't process it. Like my brain just wasn't working <laughs> and my emotions just went haywire and I was just pissed at everyone. And that sucks. That like really sucks. So I know how my mom was feeling is what I'm saying. Like, I know that it was a lot. I know that, you know, you have your oldest granddaughter wanting attention from you, but you're, you know, holding the six month old in your arms and the two year old is running around making a mess. And, you know, you're 55 years old and you haven't had to deal with something like this ever because your kids are spaced out. So, like, I get it. I don't want to take that away from her. But, like myself, you know, regulating your emotions is hard to do, you know, for a borderline brain. So, you know, I I guess I realized, hindsight, like, I grew up with someone who has this. So, I see it from both sides. And I think... I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I think a lot of us may have inherited this from a family member, you know what I mean? Or it's a learned behavior of somebody who was close or, or, you know, something. So it's like, I just keep on trying to think back to how it makes me feel or how it made my niece feel or, you know, how this can make other people feel, even if I'm in the midst of a complete tantrum, if I can just snap out of it or just for one second, think of my niece's face or think of my, my son's or my daughter's face when I'm acting the way that I act, like that should be enough. And I'm hoping that it can be enough for me to snap out of it and be like, dude, chill, you know, go outside for a second, sit down, like take a breath. Like you do not want these kids to see you acting like this. And you definitely don't want to pass this shit down to them because they're seeing you lose your shit every day. You know what I mean? So I ended up going to get my niece. Oh, and before I even went to get her, get her, my mom called me and she's like, don't be fucking telling her that I be snapping on people and did it. And I'm just like, girl, like I can't even do this with you right now. Like it's just a lot from all ends. And I have to just bring myself back to reality, what is true, the facts. For the longest time, I thought that the way I felt was the only truth. If someone was like that, that's not, that's not what it is, Ash. Like, that's not, I'm like, what do you mean? That's not, what do you mean? That's not real. Like, how can, how I feel not be right like it's how I feel, <laughs> but a lot of times it's not right. It's an intense feeling that is exaggerated and it is not the truth. 
I have like some notes in my uh, phone and I, uh, I'm going to pull it up really quick and I'm going to read what I say. So I wrote down some core values. I'm going to do my next episode on the core values that I have that I read every morning and every night. These are the ones that I want to enforce in my everyday life. And I think it's really big because I've noticed that the dis disassociation, dis dissociated, dissociative, disassociating like we do in borderline personality disorder where like you're present, but you're not really present. Like you got so much stuff going on. You're really not listening to what the other person is saying, or you're really not enjoying what you're doing. You're not feeling, you know, you're not taking a second to really like let everything in. You're just kind of there. I think that is why I have such a horrible memory. I've been doing that for so many years of my life, not even knowing I was doing it, not even really experiencing all my experiences. I'm just kind of there. Um, is why I, I can't remember anything, but I'm trying to work on my self identity because what I've learned is I really have no idea who I am. I've, I've taken little bits and pieces from people I've been closest to. And I kind of like have been a chameleon my whole life, but never really knowing what I stood for, what I believe, what I love, what I enjoy, what I dislike. I never really formed that, which is really fucking sad, but knowing these core values and saying them and knowing what, what means something to me truly helps me form my own identity. Um, but what I wanted to tell you guys is I kind of came up with this little mantra. Um, and I say, feelings are not facts. I must recognize what is true. I can feel the feeling and then let it go. I will not be formed by my feelings and I will hold on to what is true. And that's just kind of what it is. I have to remember, I feel everything to an extreme. My highs are the highest. My lows are the lowest. I don't have a middle ground. So there is such thing as a middle. There is a gray. I wear this gray beaded um, little bracelet every day and I look down at it to remember there is a gray. Not everything is right or wrong. Not everything is good and bad. There's a middle. There really is. And I just try to find the middle, I guess, in every situation. And it's hard. But these are things that I kind of just keep in the back of my mind and, and kind of pull them out when needed, I guess. But... Yeah, I know this episode was a little all over the place. Um, I did end up getting my niece. We went to Target and did a little bit of shopping. And uh, I had a little talk with her. Didn't badmouth my mother at all. But just let her know, hey, mama's brain doesn't work, you know, exactly like everybody else's. It's kind of like mine. We all get a little aggravated sometimes. And obviously she was overwhelmed. But I don't want you to think that you did anything wrong. And... You know, she shouldn't have made you feel like you couldn't have, you know, spoke about your other grandma or, you know, because she got jealous and, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, saying it this way would make her feel not, would make her not get so defensive. Um, maybe saying, Hey, if you need, if you need any help doing this, let me know. Or, Hey, my mom told me, uh, to, 
to go put Ray, you know, to bed. Is that okay if I do that or, or do you want to do it? You know, I said, I don't expect you to have to know those things, but I'm just letting you know in the future, you know, I know it sucks that you have to kind of reword things, but you know, sometimes people's brains are a little different. And if you can kind of think about it before saying it, then, you know, it'll probably just help everyone out. So she took it really good. And her mom ended up messaging me saying, Hey, you know, I talked to her today and she told me, thanks so much for being there for her. And you know, explaining it the way that you did. I think it really helped her out. So that made me feel good. And, um, yeah, that was cool. So I just pulled up to Home Depot. I got to get an extension cord and get ready to train some new workers on that new account of mine. Um, so thank you guys for listening. Um, the next episode is going to be about core values and it's also going to be about the core values I laid out for my children and my expectations versus reality for my kids. So what I expect them to do and in reality, what they're actually capable of doing, I listed all of those out. Um, and I think it's, it's really important for us to do that um, because we kind of see on paper, like, holy shit, I can't even believe like this is an expectation I have for my child. Like in my brain, I feel like you should know better. Like this should be the way it is. And it's not. Same thing for our partners, uh, family members. You know, I, I think that it's important to kind of lay that out for us to visually see and then kind of rethink it and write the truth. Okay, well, I think that this is truly what they're capable of. So let's change the expectation so we're not setting ourselves up for failure. So I will talk to you guys later. Peace.